Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Let's listen to Sirianni after the game. Nick Sirianni. By the way, Brandon Graham will join us shortly. Um, Nick Sirianni after the game last night. Big pictured the demise of this season. Uh, obviously, we've, we were in a, in a big slide. And, you know, uh, anytime, anytime that's the case, I always look at myself first and I didn't do a good enough job, and, and obviously we lost five of the last six and lost today. Uh, and, and it's almost like you, you couldn't get out of the rut. We, were, we couldn't get out the rut we're in, and that's, and that's all of us. Uh, we all have to look ourselves in the mirror and, and accept that and, uh, you know, just find, find answers, find solutions. Let's, I mean, clearly they need to. No, no, you but he's to not, apply, he's not going to get a chance apply though. solutions so you could yeah. win that game. But his, like, but John, this, it's no more like well, this idea, sure. like apply answers, find solutions now that maybe that can be for someone else. Well, I, I, like, I don't, I don't want to get this mixed up. It is critical that we get a staff in here to teach our quarterback. Well, this I, staff I agree. I agree. Can't do that. Look, I don't think Sirianni failed. They just wasted a year. He's not gonna. It's not gonna be his opportunity, in my opinion, to fix. And I'll I'll go a step further. I don't think he gets hired again, in the NFL as a head coach. And I know that's weird after a guy just you know went to the playoffs three years in a row. If I had to bet, does Sirianni get another head coaching gig in the NFL? Yes or no? And it clearly could go either way. I think the answer is going to be no. I really do. I think people are going to look at it and say, "Man, you got handed a ton of talent. You failed." And I think people don't like the way he um, presented himself no in question. some games. I mean, that no question. I, it's a it's a comment I hear repeated often. Yeah, no, the bravado, like on a yeah. certain hand, is fun, but it's also like, dude, act like you've been there before. And like when you beat Kansas City, walk off the field without screaming at Chiefs fans. Like you just it was look, bad. You look immature. It was a bad look. It was a horrible yeah. look. And it's going to be the kind of thing. I mean, look, you know that you know the Colts owner will never hire him. He went after the Colts owner for you know for Frank Reich. Frank Reich. Like he just he took a lot of shots at a lot of people. You know, a lot of lot of stuff into the stands. Jalen Hurts had to calm him down on the sidelines once. It was bad. I, I remember was, that. Yeah, it was All right, let's good. listen to more Sirianni because he was asked after the game, as we did about two weeks ago with him, he was asked about his job status. I'm not even going to play the one where he's asked about the coordinator's job status. I mean, t- talk about audio not worth playing. First off, they're gone. Second off, I don't think it's going to be his decision because I don't think he's even going to be here. And if he is here, it's still not going to be his decision. But listen to Sirianni after the game last night when asked about his own job status. Are you concerned at all about your job status? Like I just said to, you know, like I just said over here, I'm not thinking about that. I'm thinking about the guys. Um, Again, there's a lot of guys in that locker room, all the guys in that locker room, every single one of them that put their heart and soul into this. Um, I'm not worried about me. I'm not, I'm worried. I'm I'm not worried. I'm, I'm, you know, as the head coach, uh, I'm just trying to be there for our guys and our staff right now, um, you know, through a, through a tough time. Now, look, it's a fine answer. It's an appropriate answer. It's an answer I respect in many ways. I want to be very clear. I mean, you know, we can have a discussion about what a disaster he was in the last two months and whether he should go or not, and I think he should, and whether he will go or not, and I think he will. We can have that discussion while still maintaining some dignity to say, I thought that was a classy answer. 
But but again, you know, the reality is I, I just don't – I mean, it's nice that he's – and look, I thought it was very nice how he was greeting all the players last night going to the locker room. I thought that was classy. It's great. It's classy. But I'm also thinking, like, as how he's greeting those players going to the locker room, he's also thinking to myself, this guy's going. This guy's going. This you think he was gone. doing that counter? Yeah, I think I think he was like a baseball umpire. James, you know what? What he got the umpire balls and balls strikes. Balls and strikes, yeah, yeah, and pitch count. As the players are going by, he had the <laughs> balls. Cold. He had the balls and strikes counter. He's like, all right, good, you know, shaking yeah. hand, giving hug, shaking sure. hand, giving hug. All right, gone, gone. They still mean something to you. Oh, you know, of, of course it's, they it's, do. Every human and, being is, yeah. is, man, so many stories and, and yep. memories. And one more thing about Sirianni, when we slice and dice him, I think he's a really good guy. I don't know him on a personal level other than when we talked to him on the air. I don't like the bravado that I would say, you know, is is arrogant on, on a public stage the way he was, you know, how he was, again, walking off the field Kansas City and stuff like that. But I think he's a genuinely good human being. That's the sense I get. So I wish him well, whether he's here or not here. I wish the guy well. I wish him and his family well. I just think that I've seen enough Eagles football through the years to say, for me, it's pretty easy to say when I think someone deserves to get fired. I, f- I felt that way about Chip in 2015. I did not feel that way about Doug, but it was borderline, but I did not feel that way about Doug. I thought it was time with Andy, even though he was a great coach and has maintained being a great coach. You just get, I mean, you certainly knew it about Coach Tight in 94. You get that feel. You knew it about Ray in 98. Uh-huh. You just kind of know when you know. I'm at that point with Nick, where I know. Now, whether they choose to or not, we'll find out in the next 48 hours. Uh, we'll see. I'll be apoplectic. I mean, it, it feels like there's some urgency here. I'll be shocked if Laurie doesn't can him. I'll be shocked. I'll be shocked. I feel the same way. All right. It's possible that he doesn't it's, can look, him. It's and, possible. And then I'll be losing my mind for, you know, quite a long time. Yeah. I hope we're not in that I mean, spot. three playoff bursts in three years is an accomplishment. Right. And it would be an unusual <laughs> yeah. firing, but I just think it'll happen. All right. We're but, an unusual city. We have high standards. Well, and this was an un, and this was an unusual crash, crash and burn. Yes, I mean this was an unprecedented crash and burn in our lifetime as Eagles fans. Never seen anything like it. Ten yes. and ten and one to losing six to seven. All right, let's talk to our next guest. He is a, a beloved and treasured, treasured member of the Philadelphia Eagles community. Uh, we wonder if he played his last game with the Birds last night. Brandon Graham today, as he has been throughout the season, is brought to us by Primo Hoagies. Be like Brandon Graham. Make your game day epic with party trays from Primo Hoagies online at primohoagies.com. It's not just a hoagie. It's a primo. It's Eagles legend Brandon Graham. Brandon, um, good morning to you, and I know it was an extremely tough one for you last night. How are you today, Brandon? You know what? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm way better than I was. Um, you know, just got to sleep on it on the plane a little bit, and, uh, you know, hey. This we don't. I done been through worse things uh, than this, but I know that it just sucked because uh, you know the expectations going into how things started didn't end. <laughs> it didn't end well at all. And uh, man, it just uh, it, it was it was uh, tough all the way around for everybody. Brandon, how does last night's outcome affect the way that you feel about continuing to keep keep playing football? Well, you know what, man? I always had a plan um, to get to 15, and uh, you know, I know, you know, next year, even if I got to sit around and wait, you know, just to, you know, finish the the last year. But um, we'll see, see what happens. Um, I know it didn't, the season didn't end the way we we all wanted it to. Uh, it, was, it was some a lot of things that caught up to us, uh, and this. You know, just so much stuff that caught up to us that we got away with a little bit in the beginning. 
thought things would, you know, like kind of smooth itself out. And, you know, I knew it was a zero zero type of thing. And uh, we had opportunity in this game. We just didn't, we just didn't uh, take advantage, you know, at the times we, you know, we did. And that's been the season, you know what I'm saying? Some some games we did, some games we didn't. And it all, you know, it all caught up in the end. Well, I think that's interesting when you say that. It, it all caught up. What are some specific things that, that caught up? Tackling, you know, number one. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one thing I, you know, noticed that it was just like, boy, I just, you know, just some of the craziest stuff that happened. You know, that you got to you sit on the sideline. You ain't trying to laugh, but you got to try to figure out. I mean, you got to laugh because it's like, I don't know what else, you know, to say. I was just, you know, more shocked than anything on a lot of, you know, just, just us, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I know it means something to the guys. I mean, man, I've seen them boys work every day. And for it to just happen the way it did, man, it's just like, oh, man, it, it, it sucked. It sucked in that way because even for Arizona, you know what I'm saying? Like, we miss a tackle, we go up the sideline, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, uh, you know, it's just that just was a – that just heart happened in these last seven games. You know, it was just like the missed tackles. I mean, we went from being number one in the run, you know, the the worst. You know what I'm saying? And I know it's just <clears throat> that that was one thing that stuck out to me. Uh, you know, for for us, and then of course, um, you know, our third quarter, we finally you know put together a nice third quarter stop. You know, stopping them because uh, you know our third quarter uh, haven't been so good. You know, uh, and I just felt like it didn't. We didn't complement each other well. Uh, this game, this last one, you know, when we was, you know, finally getting off the field, got a couple stops. You know, the offense stalled a little bit, and you know, we just, we both. I mean, all of us, man. We all, we all own all that, and so, I mean, those are just things that just kind of stuck out to me. Brandon, and let then, me. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm know, sorry. Yeah. No, no, but that's that's about. I mean, that's about. That's just the obvious right there. Sure. Brandon, let me ask you this question. And Brandon Graham's with us here. It's 94 WIP HD1 Philadelphia as we broadcast from the Tasty Cake studio. Brandon, in recent weeks, as the team slid and slid and slid, you were steadfast in your belief, and you would say it here with us each week, that the team was going to turn it around and and get going. And And I believe that. Yeah, so I wanted to – okay, so that wasn't from your end sort of player talk publicly to say the right thing. You really, really, really believe that? Yeah, man, because I really seen the guys coming to work every day. That's why I just it just didn't make sense to me. Like, I'm just like, man. And I knew we was young. I know we young, and we you know had some some younger guys in, and you know that I felt like they was they was having growing pains as as we all you know, but we was figuring out a way to 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 make it work. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it just didn't happen the way. You know, we wanted to, and I mean that's really it. But I, I know, like I've been on teams where people like, you know, just man quit, not even like quit, but just like had a bad attitude about it. You know what I'm saying? And you don't think that happened with this team? Well, you know what, man. I I mean, you can point out some, 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 some times where we had to go through some things, and I thought that was going to even help us too, because you know we, we go through the good and then it didn't get us nothing. It didn't get us a ring. And so I thought a little adversity, you know, was good for us. A little challenge of, you know, people having to control themselves on being emotional a little bit and, you know, all that. I thought that was all going to serve as well because, you know, we can't think it was going to be, you know, uh, real, I mean, just smooth all the way through. We knew some stuff was going to, you know, eventually erupt. 
but uh, I felt like we 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 put a we put a hold on it. I mean, we we put a stop to it as much as we could because uh, we know, like I say, it, it means something to everybody. And so sometimes, you know, the frustrations come out. But I thought we could get past that part too. Um, and you know, man, like it's it's already enough negative out here. So I always try to try to find the the the, the shining light in it. You know what I'm saying? So that's gonna always be me. But uh, I really thought for sure with us like talking about it and, and, and dressing, you know, certain things that did come up and then we moved forward. And then, you know, of course it didn't, the, the results definitely didn't happen in the game, but you know, I just felt like, you know, with, with chaos, man, it builds character. And so I think that uh, if anything for the young guys, they see that you can't let these look, the little things slip, you know, we got to be together on, you know, when we when we not tackling well, we gotta make sure we get numbers to the ball. We gotta make sure our angles is good. Like, you know, we gotta make sure a lot of different things. It's a lot of a lot of good stuff that we can learn from. You know, that's what we really gonna learn from. And you know, I, I thought a lot of young guys got opportunity that that, that they normally wouldn't get. And then you are gonna have a new group of guys coming in, new new people coming in, and so hopefully that's fueling them guys this off season uh, to get right. Uh, but. You know, like I say, man, it, it, I really did believe that we was going to turn that corner because, sure. man, we were a really good team, man, in the beginning. But, we, yes, we all had some issues that we knew that arise that, you know, we that we figured uh, that, we would, that we would get better from, man. And um, that was like the project, but it didn't happen. Brandon, at how with the change in coordinator, how difficult was it for everyone to know what they were doing? It felt like communication and confusion were were more apparent uh, at, after the coordinator switch. Was that a big issue? Well, you know what? To be honest, um, you know, just like with training camp, man, you know, you, you had to go through that stage of, you know, uh, especially with Patricia of, you know, uh, he tried to keep some stuff the same, and then you know he had his it's his own spin to it, and we understood that part. So I guess we was going, we was kind of looking at it like, man, we're going through a little training camp phase where we, you know, building it, building it, building it, and you know, every week I felt like, you know, things was getting a little bit more clear, and things was, you know, just like he was adjusting to, you know, the personnel who we have and all that stuff, um, you know, and. Yeah, man, I just I think it's tough. It's tough for the for the type of team that we had, like a bunch of young guys, like I said, you know, um, that started off with the side, and you know, uh, hey, we trust what the coaches do. I mean, it's no question. You know, we went into it with a positive attitude about, hey, it is what it is. You know, the side came in with a positive attitude, even though I know he was probably, you know, um, you know, mad at himself, mad at. Uh, like a lot of different things that, that happened with that, you know what I'm saying? But he came with a good attitude, and the guys, you know, tried to show Patricia the same respect that, you know, they showed Desai, and we just we just worked through it, man. And, you know, it just, like I say, it just didn't happen the way we wanted to, but it's, it's tough, you know, with, a, with having a coordinator because you got to go through that training camp phase. You know, we've been through, I mean, you know, in training camp, you know how it is. You got to. You know, you build it. You try to see how he want, like where he wants you to be, what he, what he's looking for, all that different stuff. And so, um, you know, I know uh, this off season definitely gonna, um, you know, get some clarity on a lot of different things, and then we start over. You know, what I'm saying, and we 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 try to figure this thing out. But I, I really do believe, man. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. 
Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Brandon Graham here. Brandon, you know the deal. Teams break up. Players eventually move on. Um, mm-hmm. So the news is public that Jason, if everyone's just tuning in, uh, Adam Schefter reported about 45 minutes ago that Jason Kelsey uh, announced to the players last night after the game that he is, in fact, retiring. Um, Brandon, you obviously were in the room for that. Can you tell us what that moment was like in the locker room when Jason delivered that news to you and your teammates? Well, I didn't. He didn't say that all the way. He just said that he's gonna be thinking about some stuff this off season. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't nothing. Like I don't. I mean, you know, he might have. I don't know if he said something after the fact, but from my understanding, it was more about like you know he was gonna take this off season to to really think about some things. And um, you know, I don't know how that how that went from that to that. Fascinating. But, you know. So, Brandon, here let me just tell you what Schefter uh, wrote, just to give clarity to everyone listening right now. Because obviously we weren't in the room, and you know we're not certain. What Adam Schefter put out in the 7 a.m. hour was six-time All-Pro and future Hall of Fame center Jason Kelsey told his Eagles teammates in Monday night's post-game locker room that he is in fact retiring, per league sources. The 36-year-old okay. Kelsey became visibly emotional at the end of the Eagles' 32-9 to loss to the Buccaneers. He has considered retiring after other recent seasons, but this time is said to be real and happening. Now, maybe mm-hmm. maybe that was to select teammates and not the entire um, group, which which certainly could be. Uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll follow the bouncing ball where that one goes over the next couple of hours. We appreciate what you mm-hmm. said there. Let's also get to, to your situation, Brandon. Um, do you want to play again next season? Yeah, I, I do. I do want to, um, you know, have a little farewell tour, you know, go out. Go out, of, you know. As, as right as it's going to get, you know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, I just enjoy, um, you know, playing with the guys. I mean, I still feel like got a little juice left. Even if I don't. You're producing, you know, Brandon. Out, man, you know what I'm saying? It's, I just I just really just want to have this one be, you know, the 15, farewell tour, call of the day, and move up in the organization and, 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 and go upstairs and, you know, do that part on serving the guys and keeping that – Keep building this thing, man, because, like I say, like I, I love being a part of this organization. I'm thankful for Mr. Lurie, Ms. Uh, Howie, and the guys, and people that believed in me, even, uh, you know, Big Red, you know, for taking a chance on me. And so, you know, I just I, I just feel good being that, that, that service to the, to the young boys. And, you know, a lot of them ask me, man, uh, you know, already, hey, man, you got to come back next year for us. And, you know, I really appreciate you, all that little stuff. And, you know, that – that means something to me because I know that, um, you know, that's all I try to do this year was just have fun, enjoy the guys, and know that we young, but them boys, you know, they came to work, man, and they trusted me. And so, you know, with that, I mean, man, I just want to uh, at least, you know, give them a, a farewell, let them know, hey, hey, man, you know, this is my last one, but I'm passing you that torch, baby, so you got you to gotta be serving the other guys too, you know, and it's, and it's going to be on you. And just, you know, showing them how to be a pro, uh for my last year even more and 
you know, then we just off into the sunset. Hopefully, man, all this made us stronger, and we and we trying to compete for that ring next year. Sure, uh, Brandon. Final thing here on that front. I'm I'm curious. Um, so obviously, it's very clear your preference is to play for the Eagles. Totally get it. If they choose to not want you or do not give you the kind of offer that you would want, mm-hmm. would you go elsewhere? I mean, as of for instance, Brian Dawkins did not end as an Eagle. Donovan yeah. McNabb did not end as an Eagle. Harold Carmichael did not. On the flip side, someone like Brent Selleck, who wanted to continue to play, um, retired. Would you retire yep. or play elsewhere if they, like Doc, say, we like you, but we won't pay you what you want? Right. And so, you know, with that, I mean, I'm, I'm willing to work, you know, on whatever we can do. And if it just don't work out, you know what I'm saying, then I got a decision to make. But I ain't at that place yet sure. uh, on, on that decision. But, you know, I'm willing to do what I got to do for the team. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause obviously, we got to get – we're going to get guys, uh, you know, back. I don't know who's up uh, this year. I don't know – you know, a lot of a lot of stuff on the contract stuff with other people. But I know that, you know, for me, I'm, man, I'm, I'm definitely thankful and, and blessed, uh, you know, the Eagles have taken care of me, so I will definitely, you know, work it out in each, in, in in a way where, you know, I ain't even got to be because I'm happy already. You know what I'm saying? But it's like I'm going to let my agent do his thing, and then I'm going to let Howie do it, but I'm going to step in if I feel like we right there and I could just, you know, make a decision to just be back because I just love the vibe. I love this team, man, and I just want to give the, the Eagles fans some really great man that I know we can – that we got, you know what I'm saying, that we can build this thing to be, you know what I'm saying, even better, you know. So, yeah, man, whatever I got to do, I haven't got to the other place, like I said, on on that part yet, but uh, I will cross that road when it comes. Brandon, I want to uh, thank you for a remarkable season with us here on the show, uh, your remarkable class and dignity as you've always been. Uh, you know that we, both from an individual standpoint, show standpoint, and fan base standpoint, we have – Great admiration and true love for you, my man. And I, uh, I wish you a great off season. And I, and I hope uh, your dreams to continue to play and to play for the Eagles come true. And we wish you nothing but the best. And also, thanks for waking up and doing these interviews. You know, sometimes you're playing Monday night games on the road like last night, and you fly back and you wake up and you do the interview. And we appreciate it, Brandon. Yeah, man, cause y'all boys tough, man. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I was hoping I was hoping I was gonna bust y'all bubble and be like, yeah, what y'all talking about? But I let y'all have it for right now. But we coming back though, man. Well, you know, we gotta finish out this season. Can't wait to see who who the champion is, and then once the off season comes, we off to the next one. Yeah, and Brandon, I'll say this final thing. You know, I've said this to you privately before off the air, but I'll say it on the air. And I'm not saying this to usher your retirement sooner than later, but you know that whenever that day comes, whether it's in a month or 13 months or 25 months, the door at WIP is wide open for you whenever you're ready with this show or any show, and you know that. Yes, sir. No, I thank you all for real. I mean, man, I I appreciate all the opportunities that come my way, and, you know, when it's really time, I'm going to make that decision. Uh, But right now, I'm going to just enjoy the time with the kids, and, you know, I'm going to try to face it by watching the games, rooting for other guys, and, man, hopefully, uh, you know, we'll be – We'll be in that thing again next year. Brandon, God bless you, man. Stay well. Thanks, Brandon. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. All right, Thanks, there he Brandon. is, Brandon Graham. Just an incredibly classy guy. Incredibly classy. And just a genuinely great human being. And he's had a magnificent career, you know? So we'll, we'll see. We'll see you if know, they bring him back. We'll see. I, 
unreal season, very productive season. You know, he what what he said there. I, I thought. Oh, can I just say it, also, it rang true. Brandon Graham. Sorry, John, to cut you off. Uh, sponsored by Primo Hoagies. Uh, Primo Hoagies wants to congratulate Brandon Graham on a great season. And uh, you can order online at primohoagies.com. Again, that's primohoagies.com. It's not just a hoagie. It is a primo. John, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, Brandon was, uh, once again, playing a lot of D-tackle this year, playing a lot of D-end this year. They were moving him around. I thought what he said was interesting. When they made the switch from Desai to Matt Patricia, they ended up having to basically reinstall things. I mean, this was like training camp all over again, like the first day of OTAs all over again. That's that's a drag. Like I, I guarantee there were some guys, some defensive players, who were annoyed by having to go through that whole reinstallation process. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's a reason to be fed up to where you play like you did. They looked confused. They, yeah. they did. They looked Not confused. only was it an ineffective reinstallation uh, because the guys just didn't know what to do, where to be, all yeah. that stuff, yeah. but it, it became a pro- it became problematic. Like I think it it, it took away from morale. I agree as well, John. I, That's I, something we hadn't even considered. Well, we eventually did a couple weeks ago, it but is not a initially. Slog yeah. to reinstall all that stuff, and yeah. and we've talked about it. Like Andy Reid. That's part of what his offensive coordinator's job title was. Like, you're going to have to be the guy to install all these overhead things for every single position against every single look, against every single team. It really is time-consuming. All right, a lot to react to, including, again, the news. Jason Kelsey, per Adam Schefter, uh, is retiring. You know, we were initially – at least I was initially confused when Brandon uh, referenced not having heard that from Kelsey last night. But – if I had to guess, James, tell me if you agree with this. If I had to guess, the Schefter report probably is Kelsey telling some teammates, but not like perhaps addressing the entire team. Yeah, that's probably the most likely right? scenario. I'm sure Schefter is correct. Like, I, right. I doubt Schefter got the report wrong. Right. So, look, you can react to the Kelsey news, the Brandon Graham interview, and then obviously last night and, and this last month and a half and this season. I'll, I'll just say quickly and then right back to the phones. An all-time debacle. Um, what we saw last night to me was entirely predictable. I mean, John and I talked extensively about it, not only um, yesterday prior to the game, but, but last week. I mean, I, I, I thought you could see this coming from a mile away. Um, it was an embarrassment of pro football. But then again, so had been the last month and a half. And that's why, you know, nothing last night really shocked me. I mean, the only thing about last night, I'll say, is I couldn't believe, and we knew this by yesterday morning, I just could not believe that the national betting public had a whole week to bet this game and didn't flip it to a Bucks line. I, I, I could not believe. Not just that. Didn't move it at all. I couldn't it believe ended, it. It went back to minus three. It went to minus two and a yeah. half for a little bit yesterday, and it ended at three. I'll, I'll never understand how the Eagles were favored in this game. With, with bad defensive personnel, bad offensive scheme, Bad quarterback play for weeks. The worst coaching I've seen in my lifetime. I mean, it's right there with and Doug And we never Mo. picked up a blitz it's the, the whole season. Then pick up a blitz. You know, dysfunction, broken team spirit, on and on you go. And so here's my summation from last night in a nutshell. What we saw last night was, in my opinion, the end of Sirianni. We'll see if that proves true or not. But that's my guess, that Sirianni will be canned in the next, you know, two days. We'll see. I think he should be. I think he will be. And I also believe, and John does not agree with me on this, and that's fine, but I believe we saw the beginning of the end of Jalen Hurts, meaning I could see a new quarterback with the Eagles in two years, 2026. Look, you got to give Hurts a shot. you got to continue with him. First off, the contract essentially requires it. 
Um, and he and he's shown enough in the past that absolutely you bring a different coach in here and try to coach him up differently. But I'll tell you this: if the next coach doesn't um, get Hurts on the right track, then you're probably going to find out that it is similar to Carson and that it was a mirage. And I, I hate to say that, but I think there's a great chance of that. Let's go to the phones. 215-592-9494. But didn't we just see, like with Baker Mayfield, that any quarterback has redemptive qualities that you can actually make an offense work yes, if but you, you don't highlight pay- the proper strengths and weaknesses? You know, Yes, like- but you don't pay that guy $50 million in year three, four, and five of the deal. Baker's getting like $5 million, yeah. correct? At some, point I mean- you cut, at some point you cut and run and say, that- let the next guy figure that out. And that's where I think, it's just a prediction, I'm going to tell you I think Hurts is the quarterback for two years. And in 2026, if I had to guess, there's a new quarterback. But we'll see. I also think it's time for Howie to start thinking about, you know, drafting somebody. Believe it or not, I do. Let's go to JB and Cheston Hill. Good morning, JB. Good morning, folks. Great show as usual. Thank you, man. Uh, the good, bad, and the ugly. The good is not so good. Um, the only good is for Sarani is I think it looks bad for Howie or and for Jeffrey if they fire him a year after going to a Super Bowl because if if you're a coach somewhere and you're about to take this job and you're like, wait a minute, the yeah, last two care. guys got fired. I don't fired. care. Do you really think either. that's it worth matter. it? JB, do yeah. you want to sacrifice another year of Jalen's development with this staff? Bingo. And well, JB, I, I that, don't. J- I don't. JB, and, that, and I'm going to tell you the thing that I think really hurts Sirianni here in yeah. a Howie Rose, in a, in a Jeffrey Lurie institutional knowledge of his experience. There are two times where Lurie gave a coach who he could have fired an extra year. And both times it was a disaster. When the Eagles in 97 went 6-9-1, and one, everybody knew the Ray Rhodes thing was pretty much coming to an end. But he gave him year four, and Ray gave him a 3-13. and 13. Yeah. And then, and, then in, and then in uh, 2011, when Andy gave him an 8-8, eight and eight, and everybody knew, like, all right, this thing's gotten stale. It has. It's officially yeah. gotten stale. Dream Team didn't work. And Lurie gave him that next year, 2012. And Andy handed him a 4-12. and 12. So I think here, both situations work against Sirianni getting the benefit of the doubt here. I, I think I agree with you in the end. Um, I think he is probably end up being cut for the simple fact that, yeah, Jalen has it. Jalen's actually regressed. And – this isn't just on Sirianni. Like, here, here's something that I pointed out to one of my buddies watching all these games. You ever notice whenever they show Jalen on the sidelines, there's nobody ever near him. Yeah. He doesn't have an iPad in his hand. He's not talking to a coach. It's kind of like, hey, man, this is, this is what I am. 100%. And, yeah. and, it, and it can't all be on the quarterback coach, the offense coordinator, and the head coach. It's, he's got to take some onus on this. And the, I, I liken him to Cam Newton after the Broncos figured him out in the Super Bowl. Like I've not seen this quick of a drop off because I know I know Cam was beat up physically, but like teams figured Cam out and they were like, you know what, this is over. And Cam fell off a cliff, was completely healthy when he went to New England or as healthy as he could be. Couldn't figure it back out because teams figured him out. I, I, and, I, and he's got to – Jalen has to grow as a quarterback. And I think John, I think you'll agree with this statement. The quarterback position is the only position in all of sports have to get smarter at every single week to year because guess what? If you're Deshaun Jackson, you could still be fast and have hands and somebody's going to hire you and you're going to play and you could be a mercenary. If you don't get smarter as a quarterback, 
there's some old man in the lab like Wink Mark and Martindale or insert whatever defensive coordinator, and he's going to wake up tomorrow morning and be like, ah, I just figured out how to stop that kid. And if that kid doesn't get better or smarter and grow as a quarterback, he's done. He's going to be out of it. You know, the NFL stands for not for long when you don't figure right, it out. JB, we appreciate the call. Look, I, I think there's no question teams decode it uh, hurts. I think Sirianni last year did a masterful job with some limitations of hurts, getting the Eagles as far as they did. Again, I call it peekaboo sometimes, it, it meaning – you're, you're working around limitations to do what he does best. And it, it's like this year they just hit a brick wall with that. And absolutely a counterpunch is needed by Hertz. And we'll see in the next two years whether he can. He either will be able to or he won't. And if he can't, he'll be gone. And if he can, he'll stay. Simple as that. We need to bring in a staff that is offensively expert yeah, who clearly, can clearly. bridge this gap and figure out a way. You know, Ben – Johnson from Detroit, I know he'll run the football. Offensive coordinator, young guy for the Detroit Lions, I know he'll run it. I know he'll help develop the quarterback. He was able to help develop Jared Goff. I know. Think about that. But you know what you also saw? You saw – Tim Harbaugh, too. I know he'd run it. I know he can develop a quarterback. Here's the other thing, though, and I'm not even going to get into the whole, you know, he's diminished athlete with all the hits he's taken. You guys know how I feel about that. I'm not going to press that. I'm not going to press that point now, but I'll say this. I think, John, you will agree with this. At this stage of Hertz's development or lack thereof, if he's not an effective runner and he wasn't the second half of the season, he's not an effective quarterback. Because when the threat of him keeping That's it, not it true. John, he the can threat throw, of he can he throw can, it. He can throw guys. I have open. no. I have he can no. Drop it, John. On a dime. I have no problem with Jalen's arm. I have a problem with him discern, discerning what is going on out there, pre-snap and post-snap, to know where to throw it to okay. and when. And that's all He's stuff got a that solid arm. can be taught and I know. learned and adapted. Just and you know think what? of Josh we, Allen. And we said think that. Think about Josh Allen yeah. and the way that he looked earlier this season, this very season, with a different offensive coordinator. It looked stale. It looked rehashed. It looked like he didn't know what he was looking at. I, I, I get and then you. They but changed the offensive coordinator. I, they I, changed the coaching staff. They taught him differently. Yeah, I, it really does make a difference. I'm not saying throw Jalen out with the trash. I'm saying find out in the next year or two. Yes, because I'll the, I'll say this. That's the number one goal. Hundred percent. Because it is reminding me, and I think a lot of us of Carson stinks. It's reminding us of that. And it's oh, it's troubling. Wow. Jetta Cameron John Richie. What a stretch. I mean, well, like, no, but yeah. no, no, but think about that. That's where we are. I mean, I, Seltzer, we are, we, are we back to, to that again? We have to figure out exactly what this guy is. We're but back in to order that. to do I'm not that. there yet. But no, but look, we're, yeah, back, we're look, back to yes. it's on the table yeah, as look, a possibility. There's no question. Yeah, that last two times he will sign a guy to a big court, a big contract, the next year he's, he was not close to what we expect him to be. Who's the other one, Vic? Well, Carson Wentz. No, Wentz. You said the last two, I thought you said. Last two, Jalen and Carson. Oh, Jalen, you're counting Jalen. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jalen and Carson, they big contract yeah. and didn't look close to what they're supposed to be. Like, That's right. Of course it's concerning. It is right. so hypercritical that we get the right coach to teach of this guy. Of course it is, like, I like, agree with you on that. We're wasting time right now. Well, like, they're going to fire These coaches are going to start peeling off. we got to get the right one now. That's why like, they got a can of soup. I By agree. the way, Belichick interview with... With Atlanta yesterday. Let's make this snappy. And by the way, I don't think Belichick's coming here. If I'm Belichick and no. I watched that game last night, I don't want to. I don't want this. Mm. I'd much rather go to Dallas, and they got their doors blown out. But I'd rather be their coach there than here. That's just me, and that's crazy because I think Lurie's a better owner than Jerry Jones. But I think this is a tough roster to take over. Joe to Cameron John Richie, your phone call set joiner at nine o'clock on ninety four WIP. Hey, uh, after what was obviously a wild and 
Very unfortunate NFL Super Wild Card weekend. On to the divisional round for the eight teams that remain. Seven teams will lose. One team will win it all. You can win a lot with FanDuel Sportsbook at FanDuel.com slash Hammer. Four games off ahead this weekend, two on Saturday, two on Sunday. Unfortunately, not the local squad, but you can win as new customers can win by getting started with $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Join today and lock in at FanDuel.com slash Hammer, whether it's over-unders, point spreads, player props, or more. It's all there for you and will be the whole rest of the way the pro football playoff journey. Plus, you can hop over to basketball, hockey, and future baseball bets as well with FanDuel.com slash Hammer. Well, just such a debacle. I mean, to have anything compared to the 64 Phils is it's as low as it gets in Philly sports. I've seen a lot, man, in my lifetime in Philly sports, and this is one. This is one I never seen. You know, I know 94 was seven and two and finished seven and nine, but you never felt at seven and two like that team was likely to touch the Super Bowl. Um, this team felt like it, and obviously felt like it in part because of last season and just an absolute collapse. And you could see it coming. You could see it coming. For, I mean, you couldn't see it coming at ten and one. At ten and one, you had cause for concern to say, okay, they're probably not as good as a typical ten and one team because there were there were cracks even when they were winning. But once they started losing, it was like a snowball rolling downhill of negativity. They just kept picking up more and more and more negative debris. I mean, the scheme offensively was a disgrace. The, the personnel defensively was a disgrace. You know, they got nothing from the young guys inside at the end of the season. I mean, Jalen Carter might give them a great future. He gave them nothing down the stretch. Jordan Davis gave him nothing for half a season. Josh Sweat had a sack last night, but he gave him very little for a long stretch. Um, so, Josh Sweat. I got a cough drop in my mouth, John. That was. Let's get his microphone on. I thought there. we got a Jeffer. <laughs> no, no. no. Uh, yeah, James, what's this guy gonna man. what's this guy gonna learn to turn his microphone on? Like, what is the <laughs> it's, someday? It's, it's, oh, like you've never done that. That's no, a good well, point. Oh, oh, James, what's the ratio of me to Richie? One to seventy-five? Yes, something. Okay, like okay. That. So That's let's fair. just you know. In John's defense, yeah. I will tell you, like Al did that frequently. So, and he was on the air for like and twenty-five. Al's years. a radio pro. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, right, John, radio <laughs> pro. Look, this Eagles thing. It's good to have a little chuckle here about John and the microphone, but just awful. And uh, we'll get to more of what Jalen Hurts said after the game. I was. There were some elements of what he said after the game last night that really irked me. We'll get to that shortly. Let's, and it was late last night, so I'm guessing a lot of people perhaps did not hear it. We'll play that coming up in about the next five minutes. Plus, Seth Joyner today at 9 o'clock. Let's talk to Mike right now. Hi, Mike. Hey, everybody. What's Hello, up, Mike? So, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we've been conditioned for this. You know, in, in a crazy way, Joe, like you said it before, in a crazy way, I'm I'm slightly relieved that it's just over. It's over. Because, you know, like, what? I mean, I, I texted James 10 minutes into the game. I'm like, all right, this is done. Like, see, season's done. Um, I'm, like, I'm glad it's over now because, like, if, if we just squeak, squeaked out that win, what was going to happen next week in Detroit? They were going to blow the doors off of us. 
So I'm just happy that it's over and, like, the pressure has been released. And we got our answers. We got our answers loud and clear. Bye, Nick. Next. But um, I just want to give one slight positivity thing out there, for lack of a better word. You know, for the very few good plays that the defense produced yesterday, Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham were in on those very few positive plays. I agree with you. I just want to give them. I just want to give them their due and let them know that, you know what, real fans acknowledge the the effort that those old pros put in when these young kids that couldn't keep up with them, those guys are studs, they're pros, and love them. And, you know, speaking of loving them, (laughs) and I'm going to get a little emotional here, and I can't even believe this, you know, trying to be a little tough guy here. You know, this Jason Kelsey news, this is the most – this is the worst part of this ending is that that man has got to go out like this. You know, that man has meant so much to this city, so much to this fan base, and these young kids out there, these young fans, I, I don't even know if you fully understand or realize how rare of a human being that man is. Great player, Hall of Fame player, a great human, a great father, a great leader, a great husband. There is, they, he is so rare. And he's gonna be so missed, and that is that that leaves like a hole in my heart, and it should leave a hole in everybody's heart. And you know, on a day like today, where none of us want to wear our Eagles gear, we don't want to wear our jerseys, we don't want to wear our hats, we don't want to know anything about them. I'm gonna wear my Jason Kelsey jersey today with pride, and I'm gonna go outside, and I'm gonna be wearing. People can say whatever they want. Good for you, man. Good for you, Mike. That's really because, good work by you. Because man, that man deserved better. I, it, and I'm just glad this is over. I'm just glad this is over. So, everybody, let's just just get it out today, man. Understood. That's Mike, it. thanks for the calls all season. Thanks, buddy. Uh, it's going to be quite a robust offseason of conversation. It'll include, now this might only be for a day, these questions. Today's Twitter poll questions of the day brought to us by Armin Chevrolet. The all-new 2024 Chevy Trax is arriving daily at Armin Chevrolet. It starts at 21495 Together, let's drive. Visit ArminChevy.com. Two questions. Question one, do you think Nick Sirianni should be fired today? Yes or no? Question two, do you think Nick Sirianni, uh, when I, but, but when I said today, I mean, I didn't mean to say today. Do you think Nick Sirianni should be fired? Question, and it could be today, it could be tomorrow. Question two, do you think Nick Sirianni will be fired? Yes or no? John, are you a yes and a yes? Yes. Yeah, me too. I just can't imagine waiting. I, I can't imagine, and I think that that urgency has to uh, – our front office, they, they're smart. They understand everything is about developing our quarterback, and, yeah. and we just – we can't dally. I understand the point of it could hurt future um, coaching searches and this no, coaching search. No, I get it, but I get it, but I don't care. Like, yeah. meaning it's such a small – it's so infinitesimal compared to the, best coach the non-development right of Hurts. Yeah. Exactly. It's not even – the ledger doesn't add up. Right. All right, let's listen to Hurts. There was some stuff he said after the game last night I was not a big fan of. Now, some of it was wonderful. Let me be clear. I mean, you know, he, he said a lot of the right stuff and all that. But there were, there were some things that um, I did not like mentality-wise. Qu- quite a bit, like at all. Let me play this. This was late night last night. I don't know, midnight, 12, 15. I don't even know what the heck time this was. Jalen Hurts way after the game. Um, man, there's two things in particular here I really don't like that he said. Here's Jalen after the game. Obviously, we took a turn there this year, and, you know, things didn't end the way we wanted. But um, it's simply not our turn. It's not our turn. We got a taste of it last year, um, you know, winning the conference championship and, 
having an opportunity to play in the Super Bowl, and um, it wasn't our turn then, right? And we had the year ago, um, had this year go the way it went this year. Um, you know, talked about the standard a lot, talked about doing those things, but the standard changes from year to year because it's a whole different team, you know, and that's one thing that I, I've learned, and that's one thing that, um, that's one thing that, um, that's one thing that I, um, will continue to mature on and continue to learn. Um, you, you learn different things. Um, but, but I think that's the reality of it, you know, and, you know, I think different years require different versions of a person. And, um, I'll just continue to learn to, to be the, the best leader I can be for this team and for this organization. So let me be clear. There's a lot about Jalen Hurts I really like. I mean, there is a ton about Jalen Hurts that I really admire and respect. But that answer to me is baffling and concerning, disconcerting, frankly, on many fronts. I mean, it's, for, it's incredible. For him to say it wasn't our turn, like, that it's, makes no sense like it's done to you. Like it's done, to, it's not a thing. And almost like it's done to you. Like, dude, no, this is not our this is, turn. You, you had a hand at the table. You lost. You make. Like, you, you all, make, all of you lost. Yes. Yeah, you, you make your turn. You make yeah. your destiny. Like, it's outrageous. You Can you imagine Tom Brady saying that's never, on our turn? That's never exactly in a million years. Down, Jimmy. In a Was million years. Was Tom Brady taking turns with people like seven times? Like, oh, hold on. Got to hold off on winning this yeah. one. It's your turn. Hell no. Uh, it's this, a, it, this is you take what's yours. You force the issue, Jalen. This is unacceptable. No, it's totally unacceptable. It's a horrible mentality. And I'll tell you this. The other part of it. Where did this it, come from? I don't know. Because the other part of it I found very strange and shocking, frankly. Not surprising. Shocking. Was when he made this statement that the other part of it that I didn't like, that the standard changes year to year. And I actually, it's funny, you guys referenced Tom Brady with the first point. I actually wrote down Tom Brady, Jordan, and Kobe. When would you ever hear Tom Brady? And granted, those are three of the all-time greats. But could you imagine those three guys saying the standard changes year to year? No. Like so, no. The standard is the standard is winning a world. What, what are we talking about here? The standard changes. I mean, that makes me question you. Be the best My God. in the world. That's the standard. That's what I thought the standard was. I thought it was very simple I and boiled so down. And now it seems there must be some confusion. <laughs> what in the world? Like so, the standard isn't the standard. All right. So let's... That standard didn't work, by the way. Oh, hey, that standard stuff that you told us all oh. about this season. Got to knock it off. Please throw it out the window I'm because done w- it fails. I'm done with the standard practical application, and I'm done with flushing it. Yeah, I never flush it. Okay, I'm a stare at it kind of guy, but I'm just <laughs> saying, like, don't flush it. Freaking fix it. Okay, don't. Have f- you? I am. S- have I stared at it a little bit? Yeah, at I, your I, own place. I'm not going there. All right, hold on a second. Let's get to, let's get to more of Jalen Hurts because Jalen even gave us a double down on the it's not our turn thing. And in the process, I believe, made it even worse later in the press conference with a statement that followed that. Listen to this one. My number one message is, is just to use every moment as an opportunity to learn and grow. Um, and, you know, it may not show now, but it'll show, you know, and. As I said, it wasn't our turn. It's, it's not our turn. Um, we've had the opportunities. We've had the crumbs. Um, we've had everything um, to our disposal. Um, but it wasn't our turn. And um, I, can, I, I can accept that. And I think we can huh? accept that. Um, knowing that there's, there, the sun will rise tomorrow and there will be another opportunity to, um, 
to attack it. Look, I get the whole idea the sun will come up and there's another chance. But I'll tell you this, my man. You might not have that many other chances. Like, I, I, I get that mentality. There's another season, and yeah, there will be for you, and you'll be the quarterback next year, and you'll probably be the quarterback in 2025. But, dude, like, ask. Let me tell you what, man. I'm, I'm serious here. Remember who you came into the league as the back of, of. Ask this guy. Carson Wentz is horrible. Ask him how many chances you got. I mean, seriously, like, I accept that? It wasn't our turn, and I accept that? He said it was an Holy opportunity. Mackerel. He said My this God. season was an opportunity to learn and grow. An opportunity to learn and grow. So did he did he learn? Did he grow? No. It no, didn't absolutely look not. growy absolutely and not. learny. Did it? Well, and, and to that point, John, so the, the spot that he probably struggled. I don't with, think he learned and grew. Well no, he and re- that's a problem moving forward, and it that that yeah. will continue to be a problem until you get this coaching staff out because they're the reason, a big part of the reason That's he right. failed to learn and grow. That's right. But he also has his own culpability. He he's, also does. His, yeah. his whole thing with the blitz. So I want to play one more piece of audio then right back to the calls. He had an answer last night about the blitz. And I really hate to make this comparison to Carson. But if you remember Carson in 2020, the answers became vacant. He would answer questions but you could tell he really didn't know. I want to play this piece of audio with Jalen Hurts, and I want you to really listen and ask yourself when you hear this answer, does he really know how to beat the Blitz, or is this just player talk to try to just get out of giving you a real answer because he doesn't really want to answer it? I believe what you're going to hear is a player that actually doesn't really know how to beat the Blitz. Listen to this answer last night. Who do you blame? I blame them both, meaning Sirianni and Hertz. But I, again, I think Sirianni deserves tremendous heat. But I think Sirianni did a lot of covering up for Jalen's deficiencies. Listen to this answer. This felt Carson-esque in its vacancy of just understanding what's going on. You, as a team, and you personally have struggled against the Blitz a lot in the last few weeks. How does that get fixed? How, how, do, you, how do you make them pay? Um, you say execution, um, you know, knowing your assignment and doing your assignment. Um, I think a couple of times it just got us, you know, and, um, it's something that we all have to learn from and, and move forward from, um, and be better at that, you know. It's it to me. No, it's it, a disaster. He doesn't have the answers. Shell he, shot. No. He does yeah. not have the answers. He has not been given the answers. I agree with you on that. They have not boiled it down to him. When he's asked that question, how do you make them pay? How do you make them pay for blitzing yeah. you? You say you have the receiver turn around. <laughs> John, I hear you. Seriously, man. it's, so it's that you. simple. I hear you. This is that easy. It's yeah. that basic. The coaching staff has failed to convey this. When you're asked, how do you beat the Blitz, you say, have the receiver turn to look for the ball when his defender blitzes. And I will throw it to them. But you, I will throw it to that player, and then they will not blitz. So, John, I hear you. Because they know that we will identify the Blitz. We didn't identify. We didn't call them on their John, shot. John, you and I are on the same page there, but I want to take it a step further where you may disagree with me. And I'll say this. You guys know I think I don't think Jalen's as good as you, you think he is, John, and that's fine. I'll give you this comparison. Remember when the Eagles were facing all those crummy quarterbacks for most of this year, 
uh, including Baker Mayfield to an extent. He's not crummy, but he's average at best. And quarterbacks kept getting the ball out quickly, and it would negate, if the Eagles even had a pass rush, it would essentially negate it because the ball's out in 1.5 seconds. I believe if Jalen faced that type of defense, that it's like, got to get the ball out. Got to get the ball he out. He did last night. He had to get the ball out with the blitzes every time. But he but he runs. No, I know. I'm saying he can't. I'm can. saying he didn't do it last I night. I don't think he has it because in him. Because he's been coached to but do in it part the because, wrong In part way. because of that, he's John. He's been but, coached to, hey, just use your legs and no, buy time and look you. downfield while you're doing but that. You it's know, a mess, But, man. John, you get my theory. I think the coach coaches him that way in part because he doesn't actually discern what's going on and just fire the freaking ball out. I am... I, it's look, impossible I'm not convinced of it, but I think I'm right. I think I'm right. Joe, you, you're, you're wrong. I'm, I don't think it you're right. It is impossible that he can't see the blitz. It is impossible. No, it's not about seeing it. It's knowing where it's coming from, when it's coming, and, I'm telling and who you, to go to. You have one second to I'm make that And I'm telling you, this is the son of a coach. He's known uh, where the not, blitz not is coming off, from coach. since no. he was in middle Enough. school. Ty Detmer is the son of the coach. Absolutely. They make, they make him a great quarterback. He can identify a blitz. Yeah. Don't, don't, I don't need that. Going message. way, way back. I, Joe, John, I, I think I you are as wrong as you could be. I think we're going down the Carson Road again. don't understand how simple it is. Let's get a call in here. Set you under at the top of the hour. Let's go to Kevin right now in uh, in Delaware. Hi, Kevin. Fellas, I haven't called since the Dallas game, yeah. and oh. I've been waiting, been waiting just all season. And Joe, I think you're completely wrong. And I'm a whip, John. Just give me a minute. I'll explain to you why. Mm-hmm. When you face the blitz, the hot read is always in the middle of the field. It's always a tight end on a goal route or a wide receiver on a slant route. That's not true. Your hot read can be in the flat. It can be a wide route. It can be a check over the ball with the back. Last night, that's true. But look at last night. The middle of the field was wide Wide open open. last night. Every time they blitzed, it was wide open. We didn't have a single wide receiver. We didn't have a single back in that area. That's right. It was wide open. To me, that's coaching. And this goes back to the point that I told Jimmy I wanted to say from the very beginning. I blame Howie for all of this. And the reason I say that is, Howie's feelings got hurt when Chip Kelly was here. He lost all his full authority. We hired Doug Peterson. He wasn't our first choice. He wasn't our second choice. He wasn't our third choice. But he was a choice that came on a recommendation from Andy. We hired Chip Kelly. We hired a guy that nobody ever knew about. The day he got hired, all you guys on your show had to go back and dig and talk to everybody to find out who is this Nick Sheriani guy. That's right. We hired a puppet because we needed Howie wanted someone that he can control that they can say what to do, how they can control their coaching staff. Do you honestly think it was Nick Sirianni's decision to demote Sean Desai? No, I don't. Because if you listen to what all the players have said, from the national guys and everything, they talked about when Matt Patricia took over, it was like training camp all over again. They were learning something completely all new, and that shows you, because it shows on the field how they were confused with routes. They were confused with everything. I blame Howie, and I blame Jeff because they didn't. Hold on, Kevin. You're like, you blame uh, Howie and Jeffrey for that part? Like the, the reinstall? For, I, I, blame them, I blame them for hiring a coach who's a puppet who was in over his head. I think Nick, Sirianni, Nick Sirianni was completely in over his head. You know, it's Kevin, you know what? The, so, Kevin, I think, you're, I think you're right on certain levels. Here's the irony to your point. They won a Super Bowl in 2017 with this structure, and they damn well almost came close to winning one last year with this structure. So – that's the conundrum to it. I, I see the fault in it, but they have had a lot of success with it. But, Joe, go back to after Doug won. What happened after Doug won? 
his coordinators left, and then what happened? Boom, we uh, fell I apart. know. I look. I, I hear you. This year with last year with Sirianni. I know. We we crushed Gannon, and we crushed what's his name, um, Steichen. But look at what Steichen did. No, I Steichen hear you. But, but Kevin, the secret would have been just protecting those those coordinators. Well, it's a touch of in the first place. Kevin, Kevin yeah. magnificent call and calls all season. You haven't called a ton, but please call more often. We love your calls. Thanks, pal. You got it, guys. I mean, Thanks, I'll, I'll just say this. This, for me, is a dump on this Eagles team on a lot of fronts, and it includes Howie to an extent. But it's not. I'm not going to indict the whole operation. Remember this. They've made the playoffs five or six years. I mean, you know, that, that's really impressive. So I, I will be extremely critical. They've been to a Super critical. Bowl uh, to it two times in six years, too. Correct. Yeah. So, like, we got to have a little bit of, you know, perspective here.